Welcome to the Junior Golf Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping parents and juniors navigate through the journey of junior golf. From fitness to mental coaching, we cover it all on this podcast. Here's your host, Ro Thompson. Thank you. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning into the uh, Junior Golf Podcast. My name is Ro Thompson. I'm your host uh, for this podcast. Um, I've got a special guest that's going to be on the podcast today, and uh, she is the founder of I Love to Watch You Play. And we want to bring up none other than Asia Mape. Hey, Asia. Hi, Ro. It's nice to uh, meet you and be on your podcast. Me and my dog Finley back there will be, uh, we're super happy to be here. Thank you for having us. Hey, thanks for being on. We have to get her on the podcast soon, right? <laughs> <laughs> you right. She took a prime spot, right? Look at I that. I see. I see. She's, That's awesome. She knows. <laughs> well, good. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to do do the podcast. And, you know, of course, um, our good friend, uh, Mark, and, you know, he uh, he gave us a, a, a great introduction. And I uh, always want to always like to thank Mark for all his great introductions to people all across the country. So um, so before we get into, you know, I love to watch you play and the website and the blog and the whole nine. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Asia. So, you know, I started playing sports from a really young age. Um, I have two older brothers and, you know, just trying to keep up with them and running around the streets of Detroit and then um, Washington, D.C. area. And really, you know, I think they were sort of my inspiration for being good at sports. I really did want to compete with them, play with them. I wanted to be included in all their games. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of how it started. And I, I found I was pretty good at basketball and spent a lot of time, um, a lot of time at the outdoor court, just sort of working on my game, playing against whoever would show up um, and really loved sports. I fell in love with it. And, you know, for college, I was thinking about going into journalism and giving up sports, but I ended up going to um, play college basketball just. Um, at Coastal Carolina. It's a small Division One school in the South. Um, and I played there and then tra ended up transferring to Michigan and not playing um, basketball any longer. But that love of sports was definitely cemented. And I worked in sports television after that for, for many, many years and, you know, worked Super Bowls and Olympics and NBA playoffs and, you know, just about everything you can imagine. And so sports has always really been a big part of my life. You know, if you look at like my wedding party, all the girls from, you know, that were my bridesmaids are all former athletes I played with just about every single one of them. And I had, I think, six, um, you know, it's been my career. It's been pretty much everything. Um, and I've got, I've gotten so much from it. And so I really love it. And, and eventually I started having my own kids and, a friend of mine approached me at the time and said, let's do something for you sports parents. It's kind of crazy and a little out of control. And, right. you know, I don't know, we could create some content around it. And so we really started it just as a uh, passion project. And we, we both fell in love with it. And I think it's really helped me grow as a sports parent. I think I had a lot to learn. You know, I was very competitive. I kind of had grown up, um, you know, 
producing and interviewing and talking to all these amazing athletes and being on the sidelines for all these you know, incredible events. And it really didn't have a great perspective of what it took to really raise um, athletes of my own. And so, whereas it's been helpful for parents and that's why I do it and, and what, what I love about it, it's also been really helpful for myself. That is awesome. And I heard you mention Coastal Carolina. So my, just so you know, my daughter's at Coastal Carolina. Uh, she's in her sophomore year at Coastal. Really? Um, yes, yes. And my son, you know, who's, he's the junior golfer. He's the reason I started the podcast. Um, he wants to play golf at Coastal Carolina. So that's one of his, one of his goals. Well, Myrtle Beach is the um, golf capital of the world, right? Isn't that, is that still true? It was when I was there. Yes. Um, yeah, they have over a hundred courses in the Myrtle Beach area. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, good. That's amazing. What a what a small world. Coastal was a great a great experience for me. So I, it's exciting that um, maybe he'll end up there with with your daughter. That's cool. Yeah, you never know. Uh, she's a she's a sophomore, so and he's a sophomore in high school, so they may just miss. Oh, it won't it won't cross. Well, ah, okay. Right. All right. right. But yeah, Myrtle, cool. yeah, Myrtle Beach is a great area. <laughs> we love Myrtle Beach and. We'll be down there um, in a, in a in a few weeks, uh, you know, hanging out with my daughter, playing golf, and doing whatever else you know comes up, you know, while we're there. So nice. Yes, yes. So tell us why you chose to to start the the blog and the website. You know, I love to watch you play. So the you know the name came from uh, John O'Sullivan. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, uh, he is like a big time player in the youth sports world. And he had done a, a TED talk. And in the TED talk, he talks about, oh, his website is Changing the Game Project. Um, in the TED talk, he speaks about, you know, a study that was done. And it wasn't his study, but he kind of goes through it in this TED talk. And it was the only thing that kids really want to hear from their parents is that I love to watch you play. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, we decided to call our website and and that, name it after that because it just made so much sense. I mean, a lot of people at the time were like, you can't call a website by a huge long name and whatever. <laughs> but you know what? I think right. people get it. The point is really obvious and um, it's stuck. And so really that's what it's all about. It's helping parents kind of go back to the roots of why kids should play sports. Right. I think we get we often get caught up a lot of times um, and everyone has their own sort of poison right of what makes them crazy some people it's yelling and screaming at the refs some it's you know right. more personal with their kids and mm -hmm. but I think we all kind of lose our way a little bit in youth sports it really sort of brings out the worst in parents and it's it's supposed to bring out the best right and and for the kids hopefully I, I really kind of think about everything I put on the site is really about the kids, but I'm speaking to the parents because we are their greatest influencers and we really have a lot of ways we can either help make their journey really positive and amazing or, you know, as a post I just put up about like, I think I really contributed to my oldest daughter quitting sports. So I think parents and coaches too have a lot of power on this journey. And so I've kind of chosen to focus everything um, really, you know, funneling it right to the parents and what we can do to help support them too. Because look, Ro, I think you know this and feel this. We all want to do what's right. 
yeah. we we love our kids there's no there's no parent I've ever met that is like you know trying to sabotage or trying to make it hard for them or trying to give them anxiety but but we all kind of just get we, we get lost a little bit and and so really that's what the the website is really all about is it's helping support parents and a lot of it is done through my own um, experiences raising three daughters who you know all play at really top levels in sports one of them no longer but two of them still do yeah I gotta I gotta say that I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you and there's so many junior parents that you can help because we you know when it comes to golf you know we don't have to you know yell at the referees but we sometimes we want sometimes we want to yell at the kids <laughs> But, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, we want the kids to have a great experience. Um, you know, we love them and we want them to enjoy the sport and we don't want them to quit. And sometimes, like you just said, yeah. we can drive the kids to want to quit. And, yeah. so, and so that's the one thing that I learned from our Mark, Mark McKinney is, you know, just make sure they have, make sure they're hydrated, make sure they have, you know, food and you know, make you know some snacks and and whatnot, and just enjoy the journey. And yeah, like you said, don't get so lost in you know being frustrated. You know, yeah, you know it's a, it's a little frustrating when you when you when our juniors put a lot of time into the game, but they're not intentionally trying to make mistakes. They're not they're not trying to hit yeah. shots and you know miss putts. Exactly. They're not trying to. It's just it, it happens. Golf is it's a tough sport, you know? So no, you're so right. You're so right. And I, I think that's where we get tripped up a lot of the time is, and I write a lot about this, this sort of pressure versus support, right? And it, they look kind of similar from the outside, but, but they're actually very different. And, you know, I spend a lot of time on this subject matter and, you know, it really isn't, like you're thinking about, like I think about soccer and my daughter, if she's having a tough game, right? And um, she knows she's having a tough game. She knows, like, it's not like it's our job to, um, you know, be on them about when they're not playing well. When they look up, what they need is support. They need to see your face in the crowd smiling back at them and supportive and know that when they get off the field or court, and get in the car, you're not going to be berating them or asking them questions even, or, you know, it's like, you have to be like right. their soft landing, not their, you know, and, it, and it's, it's the not to landing. say that, yeah, it's, it's not to say that parents shouldn't give nudges and pushes. And, you know, when you can see that your kid is, um, you know, losing focus, there, there is this thing where um, they're kids, right? So they're, they get distracted, things happen. You have to really listen to them. Right. support what they want and if they're saying they want to end up going to coastal carolina to play golf then you sometimes need to push back to like okay well then let's maybe focus and get to that practice or whatever but if they're telling you that they they're having doubts now and they need a rest or they're tired or you can just see it in their behavior then you have to listen to that as well like we have to be open to where they're at in their journey because it's a long winding road and we right. have to be supportive of what they want, not what we want. That's correct. I mean, you, you're you're really talking to a lot of people in the junior, not just and not just golf. It could be basketball. It could be soccer. It could be baseball. 
Because again, at the end of the day, we want our kids to win. And when they don't win, we're a little dis, you know, a little disappointed. But we have to, as parents, and you can probably um add to this, we have to contain ourselves. We have to, you know, mm -hmm. control our anger and, you know, like you said, be happy, smile when they cause see, here, here's the thing that my wife taught me. She said, when John hits a bad shot, he's going to look directly at you to see mm -hmm. what reaction <laughs> you have on your face. Yep. So what I've learned to do is I just learned to stay 250 yards down the fairway. That way he, yeah. won't, he won't even see my face. You know, I, I can just, you know, walk, take me a couple of deep breaths and, you know. Well, that's smart. It's all, yeah, it's all about finding what works for you, right? Yeah. Like, Right. I wrote an article about one time um, my mom was visiting and she was older and so she couldn't really sit in the sun next to the field on the soccer sidelines. So we were kind of off and behind a tree in some shade and watching the game from that perspective where like you're not hearing the parents yell, you're not hearing people scream at the ref. There wasn't yep. that, oh my God, my daughter just messed up and everyone's upset at her. It really took all that energy away. And for a while, that's how I watched games because I don't think I was in a, a, a point where I could be a good smiling face on the sideline, right? Like, so <laughs> you're doing that. It was kind of like me doing that. And, it, and it's smart right. to know what, what, you know, what you need to do to be that supportive parent. And, I, and I'd say, like, for those that, like, do want to be right there and whatever, it's, I don't think that, like, as parents, it seems like almost unrealistic to expect that someone's going to play poorly or hit a bad shot. You'll be like, yay, like, oh, inside, you might mm -hmm. be feeling like you have to be real, right? Like inside, you might be frustrated with how they're playing. You might not be like super happy. But I think the key is really to have some space between the reaction and what happens. So now what I do is I'm sitting in the stands and if there's something that if we're having a bad game and that my daughter's not playing well, you know, I, I see it for what it is. I can kind of take a step back right. so that I can have appropriate reactions. It's not that I'm not feeling frustrated. It's just that I know I, I'm, I'm now understanding, you know, what that does and the detriment that it does so that I can step back, collect, and I'm talking about within seconds. Right. See the thought, see the feeling, then just be okay because I know it's the right thing to do. That's right. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait till you um, share your blog and website information. I had a chance to go to it, and I saw a lot of good material that we as parents could really utilize to help us through this journey. Because some of us, you know, they, you know, based on where our children are, whether it's elementary school or middle school, you know, or high school, the journey goes by like that. And so, mm -hmm. it, you know, and so it 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 really you know, ends in a flicker and you want to just be able to enjoy the journey and you want the kids to be happy. You want to be happy because it can give you that healthy relationship between the parents and the, 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 the junior kids. So, so yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything you want to add to that? Yeah. Well, you know, there's that, that kind of brings up one other point that I don't think we've really hit on yet. We've been talking about like having a bad experience <clears throat> and the kid quitting and feeling bad but right. the other thing that I really found firsthand, too, was when a parent is is not handling the sports well, it can cause a lot of friction between the child and, and the, the parent. And 
um, it's it's so unnecessary, right? Like you said, it should be something that bonds us and that we are excited to like talk about and do together and whatever. But yeah. too often, and it, and it happened with my oldest, it became such a source of friction that there were actual like a lot of troubles within our relationship. And I think a lot of it had to do with sports. Gotcha. And so like you're talking about enjoying the journey and it goes by so fast. Not only will you end that journey fast, but but your relationship can suffer from it. So it's really important to kind of, you know, take in a lot of these um, ideas about how to be a good um, sports parent, because I don't think it comes natural to a lot of people. Yeah, this is going to be good for some parents out there. So <laughs> talk us through. And I know we're going to give the blog and the website out, but talk us through the website. Um, like when you, when we go, how do we navigate? What are some, what are some good areas to, to go into? Yeah. Yes. That's a great question. So when you log on to, I love to watch you play.com, you'll see at the top is like just most recent blog posts. Gotcha. And so sometimes, you know, people will, you can just get caught up in something that catches your eye. But if you're looking for something specific, there's a search bar and we have hundreds of articles on everything ranging from like how to help performance to, to confidence, mindset, to sleep, to, you know, coaches and dealing with bad coaches and dealing with great coaches and how to be coachable. Like there's something on every topic so you can either search it or if you go down a little bit more halfway through the website front, um, homepage, we break it off into categories. So there's like performance, mindset, parenting, productivity, and um, one other one I can't think of. But so if you need a little more help or you're just interested in sort of a category, you can click on that and um, that'll bring up a lot of articles in that, in that department or in that area. I wanted to say when I went to the website, I, I, I want to put a plug in for golf. I didn't see golf on the website. <laughs> oh, really? We don't have golf? Well, I will check that. Let me write that. I'm gonna that's gonna put it in my notes. Yes, yes, but maybe maybe yeah. so. I mean, maybe I just didn't go into the right area, but you know. I yeah, was, you, no, I hope you're wrong, but but I will double check. Yeah, yeah, check check it out when you get a chance. I know okay. we have articles about golf, but I don't okay, know. I, I I'll make sure we have a category. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know if you had like different sports sections or or whatnot. But. You know. We do. You can type in a sport name and it should come up with okay. with um, articles under that. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll look, I'll, I'll look at that. So now describe, uh, you, you talked a little bit about earlier about your experience with your oldest daughter, but talk a little bit about your experience as a parent um, having athletes as, as children. Because you had, you have three, right? I have three. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, I, go ahead. yeah, talk about the different you know. The difference? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have a sophomore in college now, so she was a water polo player, and she's oh. the one that I write, I've been writing a lot about lately, just okay. because she, you know, really fell out of love with the sport, and it, it took a mental toll on her. I think it took a physical toll on her. It took a toll on our relationship, and so, you know, I've asked her blessing, of course, to talk about all of this, but, like, um, I learned a lot from parenting her and um, a lot from my mistakes with her. And, and we speak freely about it. Um, and we're still working through some of the stuff around sports. And I was not an awful parent. I'm not like, right. I, I, I don't think I was like, crazy. I'm not a screamer, whatever. But I think it was really that sort of support to pressure um, point. And I just put out an article that really kind of details the five things 
that I really think I did wrong and that um, that hopefully will help other parents get right. Um, okay. And so that's the top post on the blog right now. And it seems okay. to be, I'm getting a ton of feedback about that one. I think, you know, when you speak from the heart and you share, you know, um, some of your problems, it just, people really relate. And, and I think that article is, has really already hopefully helped some people, um, or at least that's the feedback that I've been hearing. But it also helps in how I'm raising my um, other two daughters. And, and I am by no means perfect, right? Like even, right. even with going through that, I'm making mistakes all the time. And, and like I said, it's, you know, every game is, is a practice in my patience and a practice in being um, present and a practice in, it's a practice there. Like there is no like, oh, I'm here. You know, it's, it's always sort of something I'm balancing and working on. And I think one of the main things, and my, my second daughter is about to go play soccer at Ohio State, and so she's oh, had yeah. um, just a great run, but it was like this, up and down, and there was one year with a terrible coach, she almost was going to give up soccer, like, it is not easy, and, you know, it's like, <clears throat> you're kind of working through it at every phase, and every, you know, it, it's just sort of every kind of, every sport, every child, every phase mm -hmm. has its challenges um and you know i think we all just do the best we can do but i do think that parents need to sort of educate themselves i was at a soccer game last night uh -huh. and um <clears throat> it was brutal i mean uh. i just the parents it, it is like i i just it, it's unbelievable sometimes just the things they're yelling and saying and you know, hey, just the negativity yeah did you want to go around and pass out cards to everybody right yeah. I mean, it's, I don't, I, I, and, and no, like I said, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect, but there's a lot of room to grow. I think for a lot of people, including myself, um, but my youngest, she's um, a freshman in high school and she's a volleyball player okay. and, um, you know, really, really talented and skilled. And so we're going to see she's, she's, um, you know, doing her thing and finding her way. And I'm trying to like, you know, help, help her figure out. And I think, I, I guess if I had to say one piece of advice across all three, that's like extremely important mm -hmm. is to keep talking to them about what their goals are. Right. Um, okay. Not what your goals are, but what their goals are. Not just what, not just so that you keep straight on what their goals are, but mm -hmm. their goals change. Okay. So like for my oldest, she was saying, oh, I want to play in college. I want to do this. So every, you know, all, a lot of our interactions and our like sort of, you know, talking and planning was based around that. Okay, well, you should go to this camp. You should do this. But her, at some point she changed, but we never really discussed it. You know what I mean? And so right. like, if you're, well, I feel like parents, we want to be supportive. If her, if my youngest decides she wants to go into horseback riding or something, you know, then I'm going to be all in on helping her with that. It's like we want to be supportive and helpful in whatever they do. But I think sometimes when, they're, when their goals change, mm -hmm. they don't feel comfortable talking to their parents. And I'm not right. saying mine, maybe, um, but everybody's. I've seen a few posts on this um, that blew my mind. Where it, There's one in particular in Instagram, a kid put on there that, he, it was actually silly and fun. He was saying his dad was telling him he couldn't quit sports or something. Uh -huh. He had thousands of comments from other kids 
and they weren't kidding. And it was like, I'm so sad. My, my mom won't let me quit. My dad is forcing me, my this, my that. Mm-hmm. I think kids feel really trapped by our own, our, our expectations and what we're bringing to their sports. And so mm-hmm. I think if you're, you're, you're trying to find that line between helping to support them and not pressuring them. It's just super important to keep reevaluating and talking to them about what they want and making sure you're giving them the space to be honest about it, right? Yeah. If if your kid row knows yeah. that all you care about is he gets to Coastal Carolina and can start this path on, how 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 easy do you think that will be of a conversation for him to have to tell you he doesn't want to play a year or whatever? Ooh, Not easy, right? Yeah, so somehow you have to make space so that they feel comfortable and confident. And I think it's in the day-to-day interactions about stuff. And I, I really went from one extreme to the other. And now it's like, if my daughter wants to take a day off or this, I'm like, yes. And you know what's funny? With The more you kind of loosen up, the more it becomes their own journey and they actually get ownership over it. And then what I've seen and experienced and from what my friends have said too, then they actually really start sort of exploding in it on their own right. right. But when it's your path and your journey, it's a struggle and it's, it's pressure. usually not going to end well. Yeah. Yeah. That's that pressure. So let me ask you this. What's, what's been your all time favorite piece of advice as you, as you built this website and built the blog, what's been your like favorite all time piece of advice? Hmm. Wow, that's a great question. You know, I know this is probably, you know, a little obvious, but, you know, really just tell them you love to watch them play, right? Yeah. Like there's not much more else. It, it sort of encompasses a lot of stuff, but it's really simple, right? We're there to love them and support them and <laughs> um, not give them advice and not um, berate them when things didn't go well and whatever. Just Just love them. And, and tell them you love to watch them play. Yeah, that's something that my wife uh, says a lot. She, you know, she all, you know, she always tells my son, you know, I love to come watch you play. You know, my, you know, I'm the, yeah. I'm the opposite, but she's like the one that <laughs> you balance each other. Yeah, we balance each other because she'll, <laughs> she'll, she'll, you know, she said, I just want to go to make sure he is hydrated and make sure he exactly. has snacks and fruit and you know, I just want to, you know, see, yeah. and, and she's. She and she's always been that way, and I'm I'm the one that's bad shot. Yeah. Walk, yeah. Walk off pouting, you know. I've 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 been guilty of that before, but I've I've got to say I've gotten better. I've gotten better, Good. and um, you know, a, a lot of my my uh, my guests have helped me through this journey of just trying to stay calm, straight, trying. And, and you know, one of the things I realized too, Asia, is that. I can't play as good as my son. <laughs> and so that helps with containing my frustration. Yes. Just think about it. Can you play as good? Right. As, can you play right. volleyball as good as your daughter? Can you play water polo as good as your daughter? Can you play soccer as good as your daughter? And that just not even close. Chill out. Because <laughs> you cause, yeah. cause you aren't that good either. So, you know, that's kind of yeah. help me you know, with that frustration. That, that's so smart. And it brings me, it reminds me of another piece of advice that I, that I have experienced and thought that I, I think would be good to share too, which is 
so we're watching them play, right? And, you know, we used to really get on my oldest about effort. Oh, my God. Just, right? That's the only <laughs> thing you control. Effort, effort, right. effort, effort, effort. And I that was sometimes thing. not be. But you know what? If you think about, like, your workout and you're going to work, you're going to go on the gym, the Peloton, whatever, your effort is all over the place, right? It, it mm -hmm. depends on what you ate, how you slept, did you have a fight with your wife, Is work hard right now, what's going on mentally, sometimes it's there for you, and sometimes it's just not, like, right. I can be just not have it, and then you throw in there these kids that are going through puberty, that have drama at school, have all this homework, they're doing all this stuff, and it's like the expectation that they're going to be giving this 100% effort, I mean, they're doing the best they can usually, right, no one wants right. to go out there and not do the best they can. So kind of to your point, not only can we not like play as good as them, but we also have to have like some grace when we're watching them not play well and think about what else is going on with them right now. Um, and I think if parents really thought about that a little bit more, they'd have a little bit more grace around it. That's exactly right. That's so true. Um, I had uh, the president of our South Carolina Junior Golf Association on, on my podcast. And he said, you know, Ro, the kids aren't intentionally trying to make mistakes. They're not purposely trying right. to do bad. It's just, you know, it's one yeah. of those things. And, and we can't expect the kids to be perfect, you know? Right. So we just have to calm down, stay cool, yeah. and just understand that they are going to make some mistakes. That's right. Now, now what, are some of, what are some of your fondest memories of 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 sports with your kids you know you're from your oldest to your youngest what 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 you know besides you know wanting them to play good what's what's been like some of your favorites favorite times uh traveling with them or you know going to watch them play what's what's been your favorite parts of that journey? yeah uh i think it's just the time that you get alone with them Right. You know, we do did a lot of splitting up duties when they were younger and mm -hmm. and even now, you know, there's that time in the car. There's, you know, bonding through them through good and bad moments, right? No matter if it was sometimes it's like getting through something after, you know, a bad weekend or a bad day or a bad game and kind right. of working through it with them. I think that's what sports why sports are so incredible because it's testing you and it's pushing you on every level, right? Your mental, your physical, like yeah. we're, if, if we're just all sitting home, you know, on our, on our iPhones and watching Netflix all weekend, you know, we're, we're just missing out on so many opportunities to learn and grow. And a lot of that, you know, fortunately gets to be done together when you have the you know, if you have the luxury of being able to travel with your, your kids. And even around here where I live, a lot of um, volleyball is all an hour away. Water polo is always really far away. Soccer can be. So you're doing a lot of you know, like good sort of alone time with your kids. I think those are kind of like the highlights and the special moments. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we just had senior night for, for my daughter and, you know, just, you know, you try to fight back tears. It just goes. Right. In a, a flash yeah um it really does I mean I think if there's there's one memory that stands out for me and I think it's because a friend of mine snapped a picture and it wasn't my kid but we were playing in the state um state champ or state 
they call it state tournament or something for mm -hmm. club soccer. Yeah. And we had a really good um, high level team and we just did not play well. We lost. And, you know, they're at this point, they're like 14 year old girls and there's a lot of tears being Surprise. shed and parents are pissed on the sideline. Yeah. And my friend sitting next to me and I look up and one girl puts out, as they're walking off the field, this is like right after the game, puts out her hand to a, to a teammate mm -hmm. and they're just holding hands and walking to the bench. And she snapped a picture of it. And so I, I kind of have that ingrained, but you know, that's what it's all about. There are warriors out there fighting and they lost, they came up short, but like, you know, you're supporting each other and the friendships you make through it all. Um, I don't know that that memory just sort of encapsulated that for me. I know that was that's that's good. Um, I know my fondest memories, and we still have we have some more memories to create. It's just you know going out of town, you know preparing, you know having a practice round, and just like you said, just really bonding and you know going out to eat and you know just yeah, you know, just really getting away and. Just, just having that weekend to just be with each other. So, that's 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 good. That's really good. You know, you know what you know what that reminds me too. I love that just sort of sparked a memory. Is yeah. a lot of mornings for volleyball and soccer. You're on the road before the sun comes up. Yeah. And in California, we're always going south for our games and our sports from where I live, and we see the most beautiful sunrises almost every time. And we we talk about it. We ooh and we ah and we take pictures and videos that never turn out that great. But like yeah. those little moments, and it's so like etched it like every. It seems like almost every other weekend we're seeing one of those sunrises, and, and that's always so so special. That's right. That's right. Now, did you have anybody to um, help you with the project, um, Asia? With I love to watch you play. Yes. So I co-founded it originally with a woman I used to work with named Alex Flanagan, and she yeah. was an on-air person um, at NFL Network when we started, and I was a producer um, in sports, and so that's how we kind of met, and it was actually her idea to do something. She reached out to me. We had kids all around the same age, and she asked, um, you know, she just said, let's do something around youth sports. This is so crazy. And so we started working get together on it. Um, a few years ago, she left the website and is doing some, uh, going on to do some other great things. And so, yeah. so she's no longer involved, but we definitely, um, definitely relied on each other. And I needed her a lot when we first got it going. Right. And didn't you say you did some production with the best Oh, the best damn sports show period. Oh, that, hey, yeah. listen, that was that was one of my favorite sports shows, you know. That was a good one. Years ago. Yes. 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 Now they ended that they ended that show a while back, right? Yeah, it, it hasn't been on in years. But yeah, that yeah, is I it was one of my favorite jobs too. This the was craziness it? that would ensue on that um on that show was it was pretty out of control. So yeah, yeah. I'm glad you were a fan. I was too. I was a big fan for sure. So, well, listen, you, you have really shared some, some, some valuable uh, information Good. for our parents. And uh, what's the best way uh, the parents to, uh, to be able to find you, uh, maybe on Instagram, your website, social media? Uh, what's the best yeah. way to find you? So I love to watch you play.com and it's all okay. just written out. Okay. I love to watch you play.com. That's our website. And from there, it has all our social buttons on there. 
Okay. But um, fa Facebook, I'm pretty active on. I find that like a lot of parents still are on Facebook. And so <clears throat> I share a lot of things on Facebook and that's just, I love to watch you play as well, written okay. out. Our Instagram is at I-L-T-W-Y-P. So it's just the letters of I love to watch you play. Okay. Um, and I have a Twitter and um, YouTube and all that stuff. And it's all on, on our um, website easily to you can easily get there from there. Right. We just got to get you on TikTok, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. TikTok. I got to come up with some silly something. I don't know. I, right. I'm asking my kids, okay, now what do I do? How do I work this? So I'm starting to figure that one out. Yeah, they have these, um, they, you know, we, we talked about the social media managers earlier. They actually have, uh, 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 they have a site called, I think it's called Planable. And Planable will allow you to do one post and it'll push it out on all the... Oh, yeah. Like, so that's another, yeah. another thought. Yeah. There's a bunch of cool things like yeah. that, for sure. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. Yeah. Well, any 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 final thoughts, Asia, as we wrap up the, the Junior Golf Podcast this uh, episode? No, I, I think we covered a lot. And I, I really appreciate you having me on. And I hope it's helpful to, to your parents. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Hopefully, maybe I can, maybe I can write a blog or something on the, on the site and... Maybe maybe Definitely. Help some, maybe help some junior golf parents out, you know. I would love that. I would love that. Well, help. Well, they, they teach me how to do it. I, I've never, I've never had a blog or I've never been on the blog. So maybe you can kind of coach me through that process. I will. I will. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Asia. Thanks, Rose. So nice to meet you. And pleasure okay. being on. Have a good one. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Junior Golf Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. Also, feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch in the comments or on any of our social media networks. See you next week for a new episode.